enormous episode for you today. We've got stories. We've got reviews. We've got a stream. And we even have a goddamn mailroom. It's, say it with me now, This Week on Earth. Have I told the 40-year-old virgin story? No. Um, I I need to tell that. I think 21st Century Fox told that story pretty well, but you can take a stab at it if you want. I don't know how we fit this in here, but I'll... I'll We'll find a way. If it's as good as Brian's dunk shoes, then we'll find a way. (laughs) Yes. Fucking greatest story I've ever heard. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm, I'm like... 11 i'm in middle school right when you like you you and your friends like start hearing and or or making sex jokes like you understand what it is and jokes because it's still very uncomfortable so you just joke about it because you're because you're very horny and don't know what to do about it yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it was it was like seventh grade whatever that it's like 12 i think uh, I I was I spent it was it was in the summer it was like a weekend with my grandma and she's always done this thing when we were kids and when, when my sister and I were kids where you'd get a day and you just do whatever you wanted that day so like if you um, this is becoming a two parter story <laughs> when me and my sister were both there at one point we we're both young my sister was maybe twelve and I was like eight. My sister wanted to go to a Julia Roberts movie. That was her big, I want to do that. And I was eight years old, so of course I have to go with, right? So I, I go to this. What's what's the famous, like the most famous one? Pretty Woman? Yes. I think I, yeah. It might have been Pretty Woman. It might, it might have been one of the, uh, whatever, thousand other ones she had with uh, Richard Gere back then. So we go to this movie and i like enjoyed it as much as you can when you're eight years old and you have no idea what's going on yeah tremendously and then the next day was my day and i had like pitched to my sister all these other alternative ideas and she just said no to all of them she's like we're going to this movie so we went to the movie but you enjoyed pretty woman so much the day before that for your day all you wanted to do was go back and watch pretty woman again. i wanted to write the sequel so we we spent all day in a writer's room <laughs> um no so the the next day was my day my grandma's like well, you know what do you want to do and and she pitched i don't know maybe because i was eight and she knew whatever i came up with wasn't gonna be that fun for her too um i was eight years old it's like there's a carnival like near town we could go and there's rides and cotton candy and kettle corn and we could do all this stuff and my sister's eyes just lit up and she's like David, we need to do the carnival. <laughs> like, just, like, begging me. My grandma's like, is that what you want to do? And I was like, no. It's like, okay, well, what do you want to do? She's like, I said, I want to get a Pokemon movie from Target and watch that here. <laughs> so my grandma's like, you want to go to Target? I was like, yeah, I want to go to Target. <laughs> 
<laughs> Pokemon movie. So my sister is like dying. <laughs> like just, like her face just falls. And my grandma's like, well, I had to do, I had some shopping to do anyways. So let's <laughs> let's let's get in the car. We're going to Target. <laughs> so we go to Target. I get this. It wasn't even like like the Pokemon movie, right? That had like Mewtwo. And it was like an sure. hour and a half like story. Just it was literally a Pokemon movie. This, yes. It, so I got a Pokemon movie, which was just like four episodes of Pokemon on a VHS. Oh, oh yeah. I had a few of those. Yeah. What uh, what episodes were they? It's hard for me to like remember all of it, but oh, there, there right. was one that was like ghastly. Hmm. Ash meets ghastly for the first time or something. I can say not even very good. <laughs> yeah. Part of it was me smiting my sister smiting and that, yeah <laughs> that, that was you the, smote her that was that was the the um spiting i think there is the go. correct term but <laughs> i'm gonna say i'm gonna stick with smiting because that was my goddamn day and i could do what i want i smited her um so yeah we watched the pokemon movie and my sister just pouted the whole day and that honestly made it for me um fast forward like four or five years is just me at grandma's house again i am right about to like a i'm a tweener right like i'm uh 12 or so seventh grade sure get a day Grandma's like what do you want to do it's your day i guess movies was the theme because we always did some sort of movies thing so i was like you know my friends had talked about 40 year old virgin oh and i was like i oh. want to see this 40 year old virgin movie and oh no my grandma's like what's it about and i was like it's Steve Carell, and it's a comedy. I've heard it's good. It's like, I mean, you know, obviously, I don't know. My grandma's like, okay. So we go to the movie theater, and it's like a, it's in the summer, right? So it's like a Wednesday at like three. Like, there's no one there. And my grandma and I walk in. You get to the, the tickets, and it's rated R, but you can go if you're with an adult, right? So... At the counter, the box office counter. Oh my god! You went to I. I was thinking like Blockbuster. You went no, to the theater. In theaters. Oh no! So we're at the box office, and my grandma's like two tickets for a forty-year-old virgin. <laughs> and the guy behind the counter looks at me, looks at my grandma, looks at me, looks at my grandma, and it's like. You know, I've heard a lot of people have said that movie isn't very good. Like, <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And my grandma turns to me. She's like, "David, is this the movie you want to see?" She's like, "Yeah, this is this is it. This is what we're here for. Forty-year-old virgin, two tickets, please." Oh my god, to uh, to be a theater employee. <laughs> <laughs> so, grandma gets the tickets. We go to concessions now, and there's again no one there. It is literally like a few high school students that have off for the summer that are just working. Yeah, did you, did you ask them if they had any like dick-shaped food from bachelorette parties that you could eat with your grandma while you watch Forty-Year-Old Virgin? No, I just asked for popcorn. But nice. but while while we were asking for popcorn, the person from the box office walks behind the concessions counter and tells the people there whispers them in their ear that we're going to 40 year old virgin so now we got the concessions people not even just the person taking our order it was like a couple people come over and like 
there have been people that have literally walked out of that movie. It's so bad. <laughs> and my grandma's just like, David, this is it, right? And I was like, yeah, this one's it. This one's it. <laughs> so we get our food, get our drinks. They're just like the faces of these employees as we're walking into the theater, just bereft of all hope <laughs> of any decency in the world. We go, we go in, and it's like we're, we're the only two there. <laughs> the only two in the entire, you know, theater. <laughs> Starts up. It's, I mean, it's exactly what you expect. I know you've seen it, right? There's like, I mean, not only is it like a, about the obvious 40 year old virgin, right? He's trying to have sex for the first time, but there are like very graphic scenes <laughs> throughout. There's the scene. Where Steve Carell tries on like a hundred condoms because he can't figure it out. And so he just keeps ripping condoms open. And like while this girl who was like, you know, kind of ready and now is like, okay, maybe not, because you're super weird. That scene in and of itself, you're like, yeah, that was like whatever, it was an okay scene. Now picture that next to your grandma. <laughs> like you like, you know, you like you're 12. You don't know like much of anything about sex. Oh. And grandma probably sweating bullets thinking about what I'm going to tell mom and dad when they ask me what we did. Oh my god. So we watched this. I mean, there there are there are scenes of guys going down on girls, girls don't going down on guys, all sorts of sex positions, all this stuff. It was, I was so uncomfortable that I couldn't even laugh, and I wanted to laugh. If I was with my 7th grade friends, we would have been dying. But I was trying so I was like just nervous. <laughs> but unfortunately, we, you weren't with your seventh grade friends, were you? That's Dave? correct. Yeah. <laughs> Despite multiple warnings, you were with your grandma. Sorry, Mima. Um, yeah, we uh, the movie ended, and uh, she didn't say a word the whole time, and I didn't either. I just I I couldn't even look at her. I was so uncomfortable. Then the the movie ends, and she looks at me. She's just like you. You can never tell your dad that we saw this. Yes. <laughs> that was the first time I watched 40-Year-Old Virgin so with Grandma in theaters. Follow-up question. Have you told your dad that you watched yeah. the 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yeah. How long did it take for you to tell him? <laughs> it was a, it was a little while. Probably high school, like later in high school. See, <laughs> I have the he, type he of was... relationship with my dad that I would have been like the next day. Hey, yeah. Dad, I really fucked up. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want to get my grandma in trouble. Like, she, you know, she... Oh, I see, I see. Well, I guess you were told young me enough. To you really, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Dude, that's fantastic. The closest thing I have to that is... Uh, gosh, maybe two years into Colleen and I dating. Um, Maybe not even that long. I think it was like a year into us dating. Remember the movie Trainwreck? It was Amy Schumer... Yep. Uh, Bill Hader, uh, uh, LeBron James. Uh, great, pretty funny movie. Uh, you see a lot of John Cena's dick in that movie. An awful lot of John Cena's dick. <laughs> and uh, I watched it with Colleen's folks, my now in-laws. Uh, I can't, I, I, this movie came out in 2015, so we were probably only together for like a year, maybe. And then we watched this movie with her parents. Really great. Um, not as bad as 40-Year-Old Virgin with, with my grandma. That's pretty rough. Yeah, my grandma's uh she's a trooper. She uh is the same grandma that doesn't want you to swear as much. So she's right. <laughs> she's right. This makes me sound dumber. 
And with that, this is episode 25 of This Week on Earth, quarter century mark. Momentous. I'm doing it for 25 years. We've put in our 10,000 hours and then some. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of this episode and every episode going forward, we are masters of our craft. Yes. Uh, Malcolm, uh, if you're listening, uh, Gladwell, of course, feel free to make us the center of your next story. Um, we'll call it the This Week on Earth story. Uh, sub byline, please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, sub sub byline, be number 35. Um, we're, we're open to it, Malcolm. I will say, I would go on there. I, we'd have to get some sort of catchy title, right? He's always got catchy titles. What about the comeback kids or something? Mm-hmm. I feel like now that Gen Z is old enough, we can't be kids anymore. The comeback men isn't something you want to say. We could be the Harry Potter doggos. The Harry Potter doggos. That's the yeah. title of Malcolm Gladwell's book about our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Malcolm. Big Thanks, listener. Malcolm. Apropos of that, we have a weekly review for the first time in a while. Jack, you want to intro? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So let me get my files together here. All right, episode 25. Looks like we're reviewing This Week on Earth. Five stars. I'll give you my score. Yeah, let's do a preemptive (laughs) and then afterwards score. So we'll do it out of five. Uh, I'm going to start with five stars. Now, if I do exceed that out of five, um, wouldn't be shocked. But let's give it a minute. Uh, I'm right there with you. Well, um, my baseline is five stars. That's the the, uh, the basement ceiling. Sure. Much much higher on a scale of five stars, might I add? Yeah, just preemptively. You know, we go on a 20 minute rant, completely unrelated to the podcast. None of it's funny. We decide not to cut it out. We go ahead and publish that. That's five stars. Anytime we bicker about a subplot of Star Wars prequels. For 25 to 30 minutes. That's five star stuff right there. Bingo. And anytime Dave says, um, or I go 45 minutes without breathing, uh, everyone takes a drink in five stars. This is a drinking podcast officially now. Kind of like one of those bingo games. We should get bingo sheets. Mm, God, dude. If 2020 was a bingo sheet, wouldn't that be a fun one, huh? Hoofda. <laughs> So, so you you want to start with some pros, some cons? What's uh, coming first? I, I mean, I do we want to start with the 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 great wealth of content or start with the very very limited content? Why don't we Why don't we play all the highlights we've procured throughout the episodes real quick, and then from there we'll talk about the highest of the highs. What a, what a beautiful way to tee it up. Uh, Dave, without further ado, here are some of the greatest moments of the first 25 episodes of This Week on Earth. Wow, wasn't that something? Incredible how much hard work and effort pays off. I, you, you don't get to hear your highlights like that. They're not saved often in life, right? Well, we've saved them. Feels incredible. And payoff it has, Dave. Uh, $12, I believe, is the net worth of This Week on Earth. 
you know, you don't it, statistically speaking, most podcasts are never funded. So, based on that metric alone, five stars. Yeah, you're you're lowballing us too. We had uh, twelve dollars, and then uh, Jess sent us eighty six cents. Guess you're right, dollars and eighty six cents. We'll round that up thirteen dollars. Sounds more like six stars to me, and you know what that means. I went over my five star baseline, so I am impressed. So starting off with a baseline of five stars, growing from there. I thought those highlights on Boost of Mind is six to six out of five stars, but we're nothing if not honest about ourselves on this podcast. We so we do have a couple negatives to talk about and things things we've learned about about ourselves about the podcast for the last twenty five episodes. Only 21 of which have been released. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon if you want the other four. Hey, e- even the Flint Tropics faltered in the Mega Bowl. That's that's true, except kind of. <laughs> Wasn't a shutout. Just ask, <laughs> just, just ask Max. Corn dogs for all you people. Um, that's one of the biggest negatives. I'm glad we touched on that. There are no corn dogs on this podcast. Mm. No, I don't have them when I'm recording. You don't have them when you're recording. There's no corn dogs after. There's no corn dogs before. We need to do a better job of corn dog delivery. I agree that that's our greatest problem. Uh, and that wraps <laughs> up the cons. I wouldn't even say these are cons. These are these are growing pains, right? Right. We've learned a lot. I'd say in the last, you know, what has it been? Four months? Four months? 25 episodes? It's harder than you think about just like, I'm going to grab a microphone and start recording. Um, it's, it's something we're learning. Yeah. It, you know, for instance, I have four walls, which uh, Dave only has three. Therefore, I'm the better person. He can afford more walls. Yeah. So. <laughs> They're a little <laughs> crooked, That's admittedly. <laughs> Um, probably some black mold in there we're not gonna open them up we're never gonna know i'm, I'm working on getting that fourth wall and breaking it oh no oh he looked at the camera dear listeners yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gave me he gave me the gym face <laughs> yeah um Mal- malcolm is uh here recording our conversation for his book so i looked right at him broke the fourth wall he's it, the new title of it would be ten thousand hours of bullshit yeah, yeah, that was actually our secondary name too. <laughs> um, yeah, one of the one of the things I think is funny too is with with this is like this week on Earth is actually like a pretty good podcast title. Like the fact that nobody no one else that, has it. I, it's kind of shocking. Oh, we are doing it a disservice by never talking about anything other than what's happening in our homes or this florida is, this is the most centralized <laughs> podcast ever you can talk about any global this week, call, this week in our dens yeah <laughs> yeah this week in the room we're currently recording in yeah it's like it, while we call it this week on earth we've actually visited less of the earth yeah. as we've started <laughs> due to COVID. um yeah we're keeping the name uh this week on our earth if you want to say that in your heads it's fine this week on Earth is the name. Um, so yeah, we're learning. Uh, we we appreciate listening. We're getting better. We hope uh, you feel that as well. Obviously, honestly, give us a shout, right? If if you don't think so, or, or there's a segment that like sucked, or really liked it, it really helps kind of inform how we do things. 
Um, one of the best pieces of feedback we've ever gotten was Star Wars sucks. So <laughs> we agreed. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, uh, being super vague, I had another project I was working on like three, two years ago. Uh, and I had been like posting about it on Facebook. And I had like a friend of mine from college that I hadn't talked to in a while, like reached out to me. He's like, hey, man, uh, not to be super critical, but like this looks like shit to me. It just like went into like why it's like so visually unappealing. And I, I got back to him like, dude, thank you. Like literally no one else has given me yeah. even, even slightly harsh criticism on this thing, which means that like there's no way that he's the outlier that thinks it right. looks atrocious and everyone else, you know, no one looks at a Cape Cod uh style house that's in great shape with nice siding even if it's not the color for them and goes that looks like shit right like yep. they'd be like oh it's not my style no one to give me any criticism i truly appreciate people that are like willing to go out there and say that so when dave says like give us a shout like absolutely yeah no uh we need it and um we're not going away either. I think there's a lot of people that are like, oh, you know, that was Elf fun, but like, nope. you guys aren't very good. It's like, yeah, we, we like, no, we, neither of us have any <laughs> radio experience. We don't have broadcast experience. We don't have any experience doing any of this. It's like, we, you know, we, we joke about Malcolm Gladwell earlier. It's like, that's part of it. We got to put our time in. Um, so yes. we appreciate the feedback. It'll speed us along. That's all I got. I think we're we're a six star out of five podcast working towards our seventh star. It's not an easy one. Oh yeah, it's like becoming a four star island in Animal Crossing. Can't pass <laughs> that three star hump. God forbid, <laughs> hidden five. Stay tuned. Our fiftieth episode. We will check in again. A little more feedback. Get that seventh star. We're chasing it. We are going to continue with a segment that we did last week. It is not published yet, uh, but we feel really good about it. We feel confident enough to move forward with it. So without further ado, this is This Week from the Mailroom. The question asker is a 27-year-old female the fiance in question is a 25 male. So okay. to clarify that, I think that helps in reading these because they're always confusing. My fiance, 25 male, spent our entire savings, which we both were saving for our wedding and honeymoon, to buy a gaming PC. What's worse is that ever since he got the PC, he has totally ignored me, 27 female. He has absolutely forgotten that I even exist in his life. Uh, long story short, they've saved $8,000 for their wedding. And her fiance spent all eight thousand dollars on it on a gaming PC. What should this person do, Dave? You know, sometimes you just gotta bet on yourself, and that's what it seems like that guy did. You know, he's he spent that eight thousand. He's probably gonna turn it into, you know, forty thousand before yeah. long. Like one, he's, one he's got, he's got Fortnite up, and now that he's got the best graphics card, the fastest processor, all that stuff. The best monitor. I hope he got a nice monitor with that. He's gonna be playing at an elite level soon. He's gonna be winning some major tournaments. So <laughs> to be honest, I don't have any advice for her. For him, 
Man, you're gonna be rolling in the dough. And if she's upset you spent eight thousand on a gaming PC, you gotta find another gal. <laughs> she's just dragging you down. I'll say for eight grand, he better be able to plug into the fucking matrix for eight thousand dollars. This is what I want to know too, because I it's my gaming PC. You know, I'm an idiot and I I built two, but sure. my gaming PC, my good one, right around fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Uh, the processor and the graphics card being the most expensive. And the other stuff's, like, not... Like, if he really wanted to make it look cool... And there... you, I mean, you can go, like, above and beyond and really get, like... I mean, it's similar to, like... Uh, I'll say shoes, right? Like, there are shoes that, like, you were... Like, yeah, I'm gonna stick to men's shoes, women's shoes, or a whole category. I'll never understand. Men's shoes. You want to get, like, the newest Jordans, right? That may be, like, 300 but then there's like the stuff that Kanye has access to. Right? Kanye's Adidas, bear with me. That guy can get access to like Jordans that are worth five grand because they're gold plated and yeah. they're, you know, like crazy like that. Like that could happen with like PCs too. Like there are like crazy custom stuff. Like that guy, it doesn't sound like he went and got that. He's just like built a. Right. No. PC, Con- I don't know. Kanye can buy two Michael Jordan clones. Yeah, right. Those are his Jordans. And then, and then still ask billionaires for money every five years. And st- still get still get small business loans for COVID. He's okay. my he's my president. Oh God, uh, uh-huh. yeah, it, it, totally batshit. Eight grand. I mean, I I'll I'll tell you <laughs> I'll tell you in and I'm somewhat embarrassed to do this, but I will tell you all of the stuff I have bought for my setup right now. Two monitors. I guess I gotta count the desk that I don't have yet. Uh, I'm not gonna list all the parts of a gaming computer, but two of them, and one is one is lower quality than the other, apparently. That is all very expensive in and of itself. And then you remember, it's like, oh yeah, I need keyboards for both. I don't want to keep unplugging and replugging in a keyboard, so you get two keyboards. I have mice um webcams right and like i'm gonna do the tux the my cat's uh, cat camera thing so i got two webcams all this stuff is at a premium right now too because everybody's trying to buy it i got a sound mixer again I, he may have not gotten that but um so i got that and then i got like streaming accessories i got a microphone right podcast uh i got a headset i get a headset works for everything I haven't even gotten close to eight thousand dollars. Right, I've spent oh. a lot of money. I'm not anywhere near that number. Thank God. <laughs> but then you bought that six thousand dollar robot to turn your computer on and off. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Thanks, Boston yeah. Dynamics, for tel- helping me power on my PC. <laughs> uh, so, relationship advice sounds like I a winner. <laughs> sounds yeah, like a winner. no, I. I yeah, mean, that's, he's a winner. Then, she's she's got to go. And, you know, I mean, she's missing out on a, a primary uh, quintessential economic principle of you got to spend money to make money. And if he's willing to drop eight thousand dollars on something that is inconceivably worth more than fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> he's got to be. He's got to know how to make some money. I think she's a fool. He's, Jack, can I say he's just married to the game? Yeah, that's just it. You know, that's um, honestly that's probably his one fault. That's probably yeah. his one fault. Got to get out uh, of that I will, first. 
I will say so I've I've been trying to tap into the streaming world a little bit more just to get some tips and just like understand that culture a little more so as I do stuff. I don't want to like get in too much because I want my own thing. Too, yeah, but. and your your hair is feeling a little too brown lately. Yeah, uh, needs, yep. little, needs more highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Ninja tweeted uh, two days ago. He said, uh, "This week on Earth is my favorite podcast." Yeah, he, well, he tweeted that and then uh, quote tweeted it and then said not related at all but if you are a young talented gamer out there you can do it like just put the time in hashtag put the time in and you'll you'll come out and you'll have success and i am all for like going for your dream it's often romanticized it's there's a lot of risk with that especially a lot of different dreams it is one thing, right? Like if if five kids and like I'm gonna I'll push them in sports, be like you you want to be a professional basketball player? I 100% encourage it. Here's what we'll do. If they fail at that, <laughs> the worst thing that's happened is they're in wicked good shape and health, <laughs> and have been involved in team dynamics and like have you know like leadership uh, qualities understand competitive nature of things and hopefully has some drive all that stuff if you fail as a gamer you don't have any of that <laughs> hopefully have some friends maybe not it's pretty isolating gaming can be pretty isolating and it's a much more toxic environment i it's like i i you know this this gamer guy in this relationship spending eight thousand dollars he's going for it I encourage you to follow your dreams. Just know if you if you, if you don't make it, lost the gal, you know. Lost the gal. Uh, two. I believe in him, you, but that's the that's the other end. You've probably heard a lot of racial slurs. And three, an exuberant number of men have slept with your mother. <laughs> I was uh, related. I was playing Halo the other day super competitive like i was playing ranked so it's like you know people that are getting super sweaty yep. playing and uh myself included i you know playing there's I, I don't usually go on the mic anymore unless i'm with friends uh but these these guys you guys were yelling back and forth at each other like one guy had like five kills the other had 15 and the guy with 15 was just yelling at the guy to be better and it's super competitive we were like it's first 50 kills we were, we we're down like two we we're playing just comes in with the cat and he's like Hey, do you want to like hang with a cat? Well, in my ear, I'm just hearing like "fuck you guys," like <laughs> "go fuck yourself," like you gotta do this. I'm like, like I gotta, I gotta focus on this one quick. I don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> okay, I can't get in trouble again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not a, not always a great environment. Which is, I, I will say, one of my kind of streaming principles: not not do that stuff, even if I play. Uh, sure, not not do that stuff for you know. Obviously, like discourage it too when it's mm -hmm. when it's uh, presented. So. Anyways, that guy, that guy, I think he made the right decision. Risky decision. That does remind me, I don't play a lot of video games. I, I, I do. Like, I play, like, a decent amount of my Switch, but I, I feel like that doesn't count. Like, I don't, like, you know, I, yeah, I'll play some Animal Crossing. Like, maybe I'll play a round of Rocket League, but I'm not, like, I'm not doing, like, intense online gaming. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I do not yell at those video games. Uh, I do, however, have extreme road rage, and I got caught today. 
uh, because I was at a stoplight with my window down, didn't see that there was a bus stop next to me with people at it. And as I'm sitting behind this guy who's staring at his cell phone, the light turns green. We're at like the cross street on a main road, so we're not going to get a lot of green, right? It's going to be a pretty brief. And I have a second sure. line, so I'm getting through this intersection no matter what. That wasn't really the issue. It's the principle of it. The guy's going through the intersection. He's on his phone. It's on his phone. He's going straight. He's got nothing to look at, nothing to worry about. He's just got to keep going straight. Won't accelerate. It's just going like two miles an hour. So I'm going, oh, come on, bro. Bro, come on. Fucking come on. And then I hit the horn. And this bus stop just erupts next to me laughing at how fucking stupid I look. Screaming yeah. at this guy for accelerating too slowly. <laughs> I had hot... How busy was the bus stop? How many people? Uh, it was four people, maybe. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. He made their day. I hope so. I sure hope so. Because uh, yeah. for me, it was an embarrassing moment. Yeah, I had I had hot Thai food in the back, Dave. I didn't have time. Couldn't wait the Everybody's extra been six there. seconds to get through this intersection yeah. without wasting energy being mad at a stranger. <laughs> All right. Uh, another one for you here, Dave. Uh, relationship advice. My wife. My wife. 36 female uh, won't stop forcing me to drink her coffee. I don't want to hurt her feelings, but I can't go on like this. Okay. My wife, 36 female lost her job recently while I 48 male am currently working from my home office because I don't often get a chance to take breaks. She's kind enough to bring me a coffee once in a while. Nothing fancy, just a regular filter coffee. This used to only happen once every few hours, so in an average day, I'd drink maybe two to three cups of coffee. That was fine. The problem has come in recent weeks. When I sit down at my desk, usually 8 to 8.30, there is a steaming cup of coffee waiting for me. Great. I drink it. But almost as soon as I'm finished, my wife will come in and leave me a fresh cup of coffee. Every 15 to 20 minutes, she will come into the room and bring me more coffee. I like coffee enough in the mornings, but I do not need to chug gallons of it throughout the day. The mugs that she brings me are not small either. There are some issues I don't know how to explain or address. If I let the coffee go cold, she will make upset faces and often refuse to speak to me, sometimes for hours, even a full day, until I ask her for more coffee. I will admit that sometimes I deliberately don't drink my morning coffee on purpose just so I can get a few hours of peace. We've talked about this repeatedly and almost daily at this point. Every time she comes in with a coffee, I tell her that I've had enough and I don't want any more. She will often just silently put the coffee down next to me and the process will repeat again. I've asked for other drinks, water, coke sometimes, and she will sometimes bring these things instead. But as soon as I finish, she will bring me another coffee. Now I'm getting, re <laughs> now I'm getting regular headaches, nausea, and sometimes I'll be able to feel my own heartbeat. I don't think for a second that all this coffee is good for me. Too long didn't read. My wife brings me coffee constantly and expects me to drink it. How do I approach this? I think this one's pretty easy. Uh, one, you almost said all of the requirements for Pepto-Bismol. So she needs to start bringing the coffee with Pepto. And that will relieve some of the symptoms that he's having. There's, It's deeper than that, but at least physically you'll feel better. Two, uh... She has a right to be a little upset. Doing you a favor, guy. All right, get with it. You need to set up a contraption where you can take the coffee and dump it over your shoulder when she's not looking. You know, maybe in like a kind of a gotcha moment in, in terms of 
say like, oh, what's behind you? And she turns around and then you dump the coffee behind you, put it back and be like, I'm ready for another one, babe. And she can bring her coffee. She feels better. You feel better. You only drink the coffee you want. If you want to drink the coffee, don't throw it over your shoulder, right? Um, you got to make sure it doesn't splash on like a bookshelf or anything back there, which is why I'm saying you got to prep something. Maybe you've been talking about re, re, uh, redoing. What am I looking for? Refurnish, remodeling, remodeling. <laughs> the, the office. Don't do it with bookshelves and stuff. Do it like subway bathroom style. That's a cool modern look, right? Get tiles back there. Dump it over your shoulder. That stuff's just going to run to the bottom. Totally fine. Get a drain down there too. That's just part of the decor. Bingo. You're set. Uh, yeah. The nice thing with the Pepto too is that you can be a little passive aggressive about it. Say, hey, babe, if you're gonna bring me coffee every 15 minutes, could you just bring me some te- Pepto Bismol for the horrendous uh, stomach acid issue you're causing me? And oh, while you're at it, why don't you just go ahead and head on down to the funeral home and pick up a catalog for coffins, since you're gonna put me in the fucking ground with all this coffee that you're making me drink. Also, forty-eight to thirty-six, nice. not insignificant. Hey, I think, I think this. I think this whole question was just so we could talk about what a solid poll that was. Forty-eight-year-old <laughs> poll and a thirty-six-year-old. Hey, or uh, or not uh, great because thirty-six-year-old that knows how to make a good cup of coffee too. By the way, you whiny little bitch. Sounds, sounds like it. Yeah, I, she brewing multiple cups. Yeah, like it, I'm assuming it's not a Keurig thing, right? It's like it's got to be. It's first of all, it sounds like they're pretty well off. I'm mean, again right. assuming that that age difference is like factoring in. This guy's got some money got to be a fresh brew pot yeah. right yeah like nice coffee yeah, not absolutely. Keurig, like cheap thing hey guy hey guy eight seconds of effort go buy a fucking bag of decaf and pour the fucking beans into like come on bro easy answer just easy happy wife happy life decaf it's all there if, if you need time on your own probably not best to do the coffee route what i would suggest is you spend eight thousand dollars on a gaming pc oh, and then go. never talk to her again there you go. she'll understand that's the trick just drink her coffee then you never have to talk to her. plus so when you're playing video games uh 22 hours out of the day you're well caffeinated yeah yeah you're gonna have to play that much if you're that, this that is caffeinated. like this sounds like a humble brag not even a ask relationship advice situation are we positive these aren't the same couple They that should be. Me, that took me a minute. Uh, so, Dave, I actually caught uh, some of your stream last night on Twitch. I uh, could use a week stream update. I'm happy to provide. This is the week stream. It's the week stream. So, down week. Yes, so the the rumors are true. Went live last night in the first, I'm going to say, non-test. I had done it one other time. I actually think it turned out okay. Uh, but I have, a, I have a sound mixer now, which makes it just like way simpler. Kind of this janky, free software, open source junk. My computer is trying to route sound through. Mixer makes it way easier. I uh, did Skyrim last night, I think like an hour and a half or so. Started off very fitting. It was perfectly weak in every way, shape, and form. I had uh, two viewers, one of which was you, Jack. Yes, of course. One of which was me (laughs) on on my phone. I had it running, too. (laughs) You got to get more phones, bro. (laughs) Yeah, right. right. So so that's actually like a kind of a 
trick is like if you go look at like Skyrim right now, right? If you it's twitch.tv Skyrim, there's, there's always like a thousand people viewing Skyrim, uh, certainly less streaming. But then like the top, it's always sorted by viewers. So like the top one has like 500 and then the second one has 200 or you know, whatever. It scales down. There's a long tail, right? You can like get fake viewers. Twitch starts to catch on. I've played around with this and there's like a limit to how many fake things they've some sort of system to monitor that but i think really the sweet spot at least early on is like getting to like six or seven mm -hmm. then you're high enough on the list that you can catch someone's eyes tired of the same voices at the top or something so that's a trick i i kind of knew i'd be at the bottom I, again had two viewers and one for for a portion of it so it was at the very bottom that was fine i was just trying to get in rhythm and and uh practice more or less right i gotta put the hours in. i like we kind of talked about this earlier it's like i've never broadcasted anything before like i'm getting used to this and and talk it's like weird this isn't even a conversation right I, when i'm streaming this content i'm talking to no one right. as people pop into the chat honestly people pop in now and now again not all of them chat so you're you're talking to them but like you, you know if they don't say anything it's like you're just gonna go you gotta go you gotta you gotta Keep talking, keep describing what you're doing, etc. So, uh, it was a lot of fun, though. To be honest, like I, I love Skyrim. Skyrim's such a good game. Uh, it's fun. I've got all these goofy mods. I, Jack, when I was telling you about, is uh, there's <laughs> a magic spell you can cast, and usually the the words to cast it is Fusroda. I've modded it so it's Gordon Ramsay saying "fuck right off." <laughs> um, Grandma's not gonna like that one, Dave. No, she won't, but the, the viewers will, hopefully. So, so. You know what she'll like it more than? 40-year-old virgins? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, maybe I can get some sort of joke from there and modded too, but... <laughs> yeah, anyway, so it was, it was good. It was, uh, it was week, Jack. Thanks for popping on. Dude, it was very enjoyable. I, I, I said this in the, the pre-combo here, but it, it is like... Oh, you're just very natural at it like genuinely um super fun to watch you i'm looking forward to more i also love skyrim and how fucking hilariously fucked it is uh so very excited so glad that that game's been around for nine years uh yeah, like, unbelievable <laughs> yeah it's so amazing I mean, it's every, great every time you play it, it's different it's great yeah. yeah uh ooh, important question did you rename your alchemy lab what did i what did i say last night corn uh, corn, corn dog, dog factory <laughs> No, I didn't. I need to. I haven't been to one since you said that. Uh, I love that idea. Corn Dog Factory. Uh, yeah, so you can rename things in the game. It's part of like the goofy. This is a mod. You can't do this if you played it on Xbox. But uh, which is why I have a bear named Jackie Moon yes. that follows me around, yeah, and uh, a chef named Nico Montoya. Interestingly, uh, those those were not just part of the PC edition. They don't come with a bear named Jackie Moon and, and Nico yeah. Montoya. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> There's some hijinks early on. I was in a dungeon and my pet bear trapped me in a corner and wouldn't move to the point that I had to reload the save. <laughs> Even after he got up and moved, I was still trapped like between these pots. Yeah, <laughs> I had to reload. Yeah, no, I, honestly, it was it was uh, it was fun. I thought there was like some good moments too. I, you you missed this at the end. I have a mod just for you. 
It's called uh, Birds of Skyrim. <laughs> they inserted a bunch of like, you know, like background birds, basically. So there's cardinals, blue jays, uh, yeah. like all sorts of birds. And you could like hear them chirp and fly around. Oh, and stuff. yeah. I'm going to um, have to watch the other. Uh, I think you, it was about an hour and a half you did last night, right? Yeah. 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 yeah I, I definitely talk about it later on. But um, yeah, whatever. And then next time I play it, you know. They're literally everywhere. It's funny too because you can control the mod. You can like control the amount of birds that are in. So it's like you can Lord. crank it all the way up. So there's like thousands of birds. I want the skies to be black with birds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I don't have blackbirds, but no. Oh god. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm live. I'm still not quite ready to announce a specific schedule. Uh, for now, I'll just be doing it two or three times a week. Probably a little late for most of you because uh, I'm on the West Coast. So I'll probably start at like eight or so most nights. But uh, once I get my desk, I, I have to rewire everything. I just talked about how complicated some of this setup is and how many wires I have. I'm not looking forward to rewiring everything. It's going to be a nightmare. But uh, that is going to make it so much simpler for me to just like sit down and start because right now I've I have to put keyboards on the ground when I'm not using them. Not <laughs> like, great. Pick them back up. <laughs> I have to like all these switchers to like get you know, different outputs and all this. So that'll get simpler. Um, either way, I'm starting. It's going to be fun. If you feel like it, you can donate towards my 2007 Toyota Corolla fund. Yeah. Uh, I have 169 days left and I am 0.11% of the way there. So almost got that Corolla <laughs> I've been after. Uh, we're getting there, baby. <laughs> Anyways, twitch.tv, a classy guy, underscores where the spaces would be. Uh, feel free to give me a follow and tune in. Smash that subscribe button. Smash that follow Smash button. It. Love it. So we got. I think that's going to do it. Another one in the books. The, the quarter centurion. Quarter Dwarven Centurion. 25. Episode 25. That's everything you need to know. This week on Earth. I'm Jack. I'm David. Cowabunga. Cowabunga, dudes.